this song. Jesus, name above just want to say thank you. Thank we you. give you praise, we give you honor for such an hour as this. Father, yes. we ask, oh God, that for all that you have been doing and all that you are doing and all that you are yet to do, Lord, we say receive all the praise. Amen. Receive the honor in the name of Jesus. Amen. Times as this, oh God, I yield myself unto you. I ask that let the spirit of the living God take absolute control to possess me, spirit, soul, and body, not to speak of myself, but that the spirit of the living God will speak the word of God the Father himself, even through me this morning, and that, Father, the spirit of understanding will rest inside of us, and that we shall be doers of your word, to in every way exercise faith in your word to do exploit for you and exploit in you. Lord, hear me this morning and accomplish your word, even as I speak this morning, in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, blessed Lord, for taking absolute control. And doing only what you are expected to do here this morning. Mm. For in Jesus' precious name, we have prayed. Amen. Amen. Uh, Brethren, I want to thank God for everything that God is doing with us on this platform. And I want to thank God for uh, the set man, because... This platform too has helped to strengthen me up and strengthen my faith in him. And I find that every time I am opportune to join, I feel a refreshing from the presence of God. Uh, this morning, <clears throat> I want to continue from where our pastor stopped especially even yesterday and especially this morning again. And why do I want to continue from there? I want to continue from there because the Lord would have laid in my heart since I was told that I will be speaking this morning. And he has laid in my heart what he wants me to share. And I want to share from the book of Ephesians chapter 3. And verse 20, Ephesians chapter 3 and verse 20. He said, Now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think, 
according to the power that worketh in us. What is that place saying? That God is able, God is ever ready, God is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think according by the power that is at work inside of us. He's ready to do it, but he is not going to go against himself. He wants you and I to be involved in what we are asking him to do. And how does he want us to be involved in what we are asking him to do? Because there is a power inside of you and there is a power inside of me that he is going to respond to. And without you exercising that power, he is not going to do anything. His hands will be tied. He's He's, he's not going to be able to do what you want him to do if you are not going to exercise the power that is inside of you. Therefore, this morning, just in line with what our pastor would have said, that we should live a disciplined life even before the Most High God, I want to say to yourself and myself, let us work on the faith of God inside of us. Work on the power of God inside of you. You will get to know what that power is. Now, though I've just said something faith, you will get to know what that power is. I thank God for the scripture that, uh, that our pastor referred to just now in Hebrews chapter 12. In verse 11 there, he said, by the time you are taking a decision, because the word of God is the living God himself walking inside of you if you will accept his word. His word is the living. He is the living. He is the living. He is life. He is full of power. He is full of strength. He is life inside of you if you will agree to be disciplined with the word of God. It is going to give you a change of direction. He is going to give you a, a new sense of life. He is that word, if you accept it, if you agree to be disciplined by the word of God that yourself and myself hear every day, the word of God is going to reshape us. The word of God is going to do something inside of you and something inside of me that the world cannot even understand. Therefore, let myself and yourself go and walk on the power of the of the word of God inside of us. Yesterday, our pastor, in fact, I want to commend our pastor. God bless you. I'm not preaching you. I'm not, I don't know how to exhort man, but I want to exhort God inside of you. Your word of declaration is such a powerful one. But at any point in time that I hear it, I am I am full of strength inside of me. That behold, when you can go along with such words of declaration at every point in time or on daily basis in your life and in my life, brethren, what a way God is exalted. What a way we would have worshipped God. That is pure worshipping of God. That God will stand tall inside of you and will stand tall inside of me at any point in time. He said to us yesterday, he said, throw away the ashes because it is going to cover the heat of the fire. 
And when the ashes cover the heat of the fire, the firewood will be useless. It will not even eat, eat the water. But when you learn to throw away the ashes, when you learn to throw away the unforgiving spirit, when you, when yourself and myself will learn to be disciplined by the word of God to work on every aspect of our lives, what will happen? People that saw us yesterday will see that we are living a changed life. People that saw us last week will see that we are living a new life, a new life based on God's discipline. A new life based on God's word. A new life based on God's direction. And when myself and yourself, we are going in that way, that is what makes us Christians. And that is what God will respond to to answer to the prayer that you and I are praying. I once told us, I don't know if it's on this platform, but I will say it if I have not said it. And if I have said it before, hear it again. When I came into this country some some years ago, I met my wife in the church, and then well in the pro we were having a very good program, and then at, along the line a prayer point was raised, and what was the prayer point? He said, "McDowell, what are you waiting for? Someone sort and die." And I asked, I stopped and I said, "Who is McDowell?" He said, "It's Minister of." Defense. I said, "What?" Minister of Justice, who is who we are saying to some sort and that. But my Bible tells me that when a man's ways please the Lord, he maketh even his enemies. If the Lord be an enemy to you, he maketh his enemies to be at peace with him. And I said to my wife, sorry, today is going to be the last day that I will enter into this church. And I left that church for good. Because that was not that was not praying in the right direction. We were not doing what God wanted us to do. And I left that place. And so this morning, we have been admonished that at any point in time that you and I go before heaven to pray, God is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think. But he is going to respond to the power that is at work inside of us. So what is that power that is at work inside of us? I will share certain things with you in the scripture and then we will read a scripture and then we will go into the place of prayers again. A story would have been told to a young man. His name is called Jabez. In the book of First Chronicles, chapter chapter four, if you if you start reading from verse nine, there you will see it, that a story was once told to him, and the story was a, was a story of gods, the god of Egypt, the god of Israel, the god of and then he when at the end of the story he decided to to make a choice. I will not call on the gods of the Egyptians. But I am going to call on the gods of who? The Israel. Okay. And then he cried unto the God of Israel. What happened by the story that he would have been told how the God of Israel opened up the Red Sea and the children of Israel went on the dry ground. How he would have been told a story that the God of Israel killed in the land of Egypt, and this was the testimony. He would have been told a story how the God of Israel led the people by a pillar of cloud and a pillar of fire. And so by the time he, he would have concluded, I am going to call on the God of Israel. He saw that the God of Israel was doing exceeding 
abundantly above all that we ask or think according by the power of the story he is acting upon according by the power of this discipline that he is now acting upon according by the power of throwing away the ashes out of his life that he is now acting upon and then look at again a young man another young man he is is blind and we are told that his name is Bartimaeus and then he would have heard a story of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the son of David. And then he would have heard this story. And then a day came that behold, he heard a crowd. And then he heard, what is the crowd? Where are they going? Is there a football match? Or is there any, any trade fair? Or is there any way they are dashing out food so that I can go there and pick? He said, no. There is no football match and there is no there is no Father Christmas coming around. The person that is passing is Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Ah, the man that I have had that he is the great miracle working God. The man that I have had is able to open blind eyes and open, able to open blind ears. Ah, ah, no, 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 no. Ah, Jesus, thou son of David, I am here. Bartimaeus is here. Please don't in any way. The son of Bartimaeus is here. Don't pass. Don't pass without without looking at my direction. And then they were trying to shut him. I said, ah, I, is it not the man you told me the story at this part? He said, yes, that's fine. Leave me, leave me to my faith. According to the power that was at work in this young blind boy, he was acting upon that power of the stories that he would have had. He was acting on the power. And at the end of the day, as he was acting upon the discipline of the story that he would have had, what happened? Jesus Christ of Nazareth stopped. And then he said, bring him. And then he came. And then he said, what do you want? I, I, I have heard enough of this story. And now that you are here, I too want to be a testifier because I have heard that you are able to do exceeding abundantly above all that I ask or think that I may receive my sight is why I'm calling you. And Jesus said, that's all right. And what happened? He too got a miracle and he became a testifier. I want to share another story with you again. That one is in the book of Mark, Mark chapter 10. If you start with verse 46 to 52, then you will see the story. There's another story again in the same book of Mark chapter 5. You start, you start reading from verse 22, you will see it there. Another woman would have had, she was so rich, she would have had how she, she would have, of all the money she had, she has spent all, and then she was not better off. And then she would have had this story, oh, mama, I'm sorry. I wish you are able to see Jesus Christ of Nazareth. This issue of blood, this issue that is in your life, you will see that this is thing before that miracle working God. It will, it will be stopped in, in just a twinkle of an eye. And then his desire would be, how can I see this Jesus Christ of Nazareth? I, I wish he would ever pass by. And then he heard, she heard a crowd again. And then she asked, who is said, Jesus Christ of Nazareth is the one passing by now. And then he said, well, if only I can touch the hem of his garment by all the stories that I have had, I think my day of miracle has come. And what happened? She too followed in that discipline. She too followed to walk on the 
power that was at work in him. This is my time of change. This is my time of hallelujah. This is my time of miracle. Enough is enough. I will go and touch the hem of his garment. If only I can touch it, I think the day of my miracle is here. And what happened? She pressed on until she touched. When Jesus asked, who touched me? And then they asked, how? He said, no, there is a particular touch that has pressed on to touch me. And then the woman came and said, well, go. And the power that is at work inside of you has made you whole. And then what happened? The woman became a testifier as well. Brethren, the, the last one that I would, I, I would want to refer to because of time, is in the book of Acts chapter 3. In that book of Acts chapter 3, what happened in verse 3? Behold, there, there is a man that is a lame man and sitting down at a beautiful gate. And what happened? He is not able to walk, but a decade that Peter, Peter and two others were going into the same temple. And when they got to the, they, they saw the man, the man begging them, said, well, uh -uh, look, 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 look on us. Silver, gold, I don't have to give to you, but what I have, I am going to give to you now. And then what happened? Behold, at the name of Jesus, the, they, they prayed and the man stood up and walked, leaping, jumping everywhere, entering the temple. And then when he got into the temple, something was happening. And then people were wondering, is this not the man that used to sit at the, the, the gate? He said, yes, he is. Then what happened? They, they now told the story. Uh, look at the man. This man was made whole by the same prayer. And then... Uh, they now started looking at Peter, James, and John. Let's let's read something there so that I can be able to knock this message home. In verse 12, and when Peter saw it, he answered unto the people, ye men of Israel, why marvel ye at this? Or why look ye so earnestly on us? As though by our own power or holiness we have we had made this man to walk. Uh, why are you looking at us? What it is not by our own power, it is not by our own holiness. We have made this man to walk. But we want to tell you how this man was made to walk. In verse 16, there is if they now said if they now when continue in verse 16, and then and his name, true faith in his name, has made this man strong, whom ye see and know. Yea, the faith which is by him has given him this perfect soundness in the presence of you all. Brethren, I pause to let yourself and myself know that nothing works without you operating faith. Nothing works without faith inside of you. It is the faith in you that God says he is going to respond to. He said he is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that he asks or thinks according by the power that is at work inside of you. The power of faith inside of you is what he is going to respond to. 
the power of the faith in the woman with the issue of blood he responded to the power of the faith in the blind Bartimaeus he responded to the power of the faith in Jabez he responded to brethren I am here to make myself and yourself to understand that it is only the power of the faith the disciplining of your life by the word of God that he is going to respond to faith does not come by way of praying Faith does not come by way of praying. Go, God, increase. No, 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 no. He said, faith by comes by what hearing, and not just hearing ordinary words, but hearing the word of God for you and I now to take a decision. I am going to discipline my life in line with the word of God. Faith is you and I hearing the word of God and taking a decision. I am going to discipline my life. And in verse 11 of that, of that chapter 12 of Hebrews, he said, no discipline, no decision to take a disciplined life of adjusting your life by the word of God. No discipline seemed to be joyous at that time. It does not come easy. It is not a happy moment. He said it is a painful one. But if you will agree to continue to exercise, to train yourself, to discipline yourself on daily basis, which means it is not just once and for all. At every point in time that you hear the word of God or you listen to any 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 passage of the Bible, you agree to now adjust yourself to discipline your life, your emotion, your character, your every part of you, the way of life, your, your, your speech, your appearance. You now decide to discipline yourself in line with that word of God. He said, if you will agree to do it continuously, he said, after all, it will yield. It will yield. What is he going to yield? Exceeding abundantly above all that you ask or think therefore i counsel yourself and myself this morning let us go and learn on daily basis to discipline our life to work upon our emotions to work upon our character to work upon our utterances, our appearance, at any point in time, everywhere you go, based on the word of God, only at that point in time that you are going to cry and open up your mouth, then you will see God working wonders. He said it is not by our own power or by our own holiness we are able to make this man to do what you are seeing him doing now. It is faith in his name. We followed him. We heard him. We decided to dis to discipline our life. We decided to walk. Faith can only come by hearing, and faith can only increase the more you hear the word and the more you agree to discipline your life. It can only come by hearing. I said number one. Then number two. It can only increase the more you do it. The 
more you hear the word of God, the more you will choose to say, I am going to discipline my life, my emotion, my way of life, my utterances, my appearance, my behavior. I am going to discipline my life in accordance with this word of God. Brethren, at that point in time, you will see God doing wonders. I have said it before, and I want to say it again. In our parish, in part time, God, Pastor Emmanuel would, would tell you, and some of the pastors on the forum will tell you that I would have once told us in one of our retreats that, behold, if you are a pastor and you want testimonies in your parish, go and ask God to bring more challenges into you. Ask God to bring more challenges to you. And then by the time you, challenges come, and then you go before God, and then you see God in action, what will happen? Testimonies will come. God bless you, Pastor Man. There was a day myself and himself we were talking, and uh, there was a, going to be a program that he, uh, that he was he was supposed to, to be. He said, no, uh, Pastor Friday, I'm not going to be in that program because there's a place where I'm going to minister, and I want to stay before God so that he will move. When God is not moving, where, where would the testimony come but when God is moving in the midst of the challenges, what will happen? Testimonies will come. So, not just, I'm not talking to pastors now, I'm talking to every one of us, including myself. You want testimonies in your home, you want testimonies in your business, in your life, in any area. Go and, I mean, the more challenges come, stay by the word of God, discipline your life by the word of God, and then open your mouth, you will see God in action. And so, as he is doing it for me and us at every point in time, that is what I have come to share with us. I want to share this with you before we go to the place of prayer, because most of the prayers that, that have been raised just now is what we are going to talk about, that God should discipline us based on his word. God, wake up my faith by your word. Lord, help me to lean my life on your word. Just a, just a day before I will travel, Somebody has told me, the woman has told me before, and what was it? A woman had a child in her parish, and then before, she didn't tell me at the early stage. And then at the point in time, the week I was going to travel was where she told me, I said, okay, that's all right. And what was it? I, in fact, that was the first time I knew that when a child is born, even here in Ireland or in our hospitals here, they can do all the tests to know that the child is going to have one deformation or the other whether by way of hearing impairment or by way of, of a visual, visual impairment or whatever. That, that, that was the time I knew that, oh, oh I said, huh? so the woman came to me and said, uh, sir, uh, this child, this is what has been going on. And then we are told, we have gone for about two now. The last one is what we are going to go for. And then the death they were given, I will be, I will, I will be in, in the place of, of celebrations of life of my parents. And I will not be around. And I said, well, that's all right. No problem. We will go for that. We will go on the last date. And by the time I'm coming back, I am trusting God that it is going to be testimony. He said, okay, amen. He said, but pastor, I have decided to, to, to buy a bottle of anointing oil. And I will give it to my husband to give to you in the church on Sunday. I said, okay, that's all right. Bring it. And then the, she, the, the husband brought it to me, and I laid down on the altar. I blessed it, and it was a big bottle. And I asked God, now that I have blessed it, what, how, what is the instruction? Where well, by the grace of God, I believe in the ministry and the mystery of the anointing oil and, the, and, and communion. The Bible says, 
He said, he said, he said, behold, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. So communion and anointing oil are one of the great mysteries that I believe in as one power of his strength. So I said, okay, fine. I, God, how do I? He said, well, what was the name of the child? I said, well, the day I went for the Christianity, the name of the child is called Aaron. I said, okay, fine. He said, how beautiful and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. It is like the ointment that was poured upon the head of Aaron and it ran to the beard. I said, wow. And where does beard grow? It grows on the side. Where is the ear? The ear is on the side. Says so son, tell her when she gets this bottle, she should pour it upon the head of the boy and then it should run down. I said, okay, that's all right. That's enough. Like I told us the last time I appeared on this, don't go before God with prayers until you hear a word. The word you hear, you hear before you go on your knees, you will see that that is what God is going to respond to when you have faith in that word. And so I told them, and then by the time I came, the first Sunday I came, I entered the church. Uh-uh. Where is this man? The man was not, and then God, should I go? He said, no. You don't call person if you don't if he doesn't come to church that first day. And that's my that is a type of discipline in me. If you don't come to church on Sunday, don't expect that I'm going to call you after the service, excepting if God tells me to wait. If not, the earliest time I want to call you is three or four days after that Sunday, so that you will know that you're coming to church. You are inconsequent, including me. You are not special. You, 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 if you think without you, the church will not go. You are making a very big mistake. So I said, don't. And I said, okay. God, I won't go against myself. I said that by the time I was going to stand up, not just the man and the whole family entered the church. And what happened? I said, Pastor, a miracle happened. We went for the testimony. We went for the, sorry, we went for the meeting. And then to the surprise of everybody, when the test was run, the ears were open and everything about this boy was functioning very well. I said, wow, thank God. God, take all the glory. What am I trying to tell you? God is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that you ask or think. But he is not going to go against himself. He needs you in it. Without you, God is not complete. Without you in the place of acting, in the place of prayers, it is not complete. So he needs you. And what does he need of you? He needs your faith. He needs you to be disciplined by his word. He needs you to tell him that, God, I am not, I'm not in any way praying now, but because I believe in you, the great miracle-working God, blessed Redeemer, he is the living word. The live, why are you looking for the living among the dead? When the faith of Jesus enters into you, life has come. Healing has come. Deliverance has come. So this morning, myself and yourself will cry unto God in these few minutes that we have. 
Lord, every part in me, let it be disciplined by your word. Lord, let your word come inside of me and make fit. Let your word enter in, into me at any point in time, whether on a Sunday or on a Monday, whether when I read the Bible, Lord, let your word enter inside of me and let it be that faith for every testimony that I need is alive inside of me. Faith is come alive inside of me. Lord, I refuse. Our sister raised a last prayer. He said, when the word of God brings a correction around you, he said, Lord, don't allow me to be found wanting. I don't want to refuse correction. And so that is what we are going to cry unto today. And then when we cry on it, then I want to counsel you after we finish from this forum now at six o'clock, go before God based on the faith that you would have had, that you would have had God releasing unto you as you would have prayed, that God should discipline you by his word. God should discipline that faith in you. You want faith to come alive. I, I counsel you. It is just a little counsel. I counsel you after six o'clock when we finish now, go on your knees and ask God in prayers. You will see that he is able to do exceeding abundantly. So shall we go before God and tell God, God, discipline my life. Discipline my life. I may have refused your word for so long, but now I want faith. I want faith to be active inside of me. I want faith to be active inside of me, not just faith to be active. I want the people next to me. I want the person that will see me after this six o'clock to know that, yes, there is faith inside of me. I want him to know that, yes, something new is happening in my life. Lord, I don't just want a faith that will bring a change, but a faith that others around me will testify upon. Lord, I am saying, discipline my life by that word now. Any part of me that is rejecting your word, any part of my living, any part of my doing, any part of my life that is not accepting your word, Lord, I am asking that you will begin to discipline it now. Lord, I ask that you will discipline my spirit, soul, and body by your word. I want people around me to see that your word is alive inside of me. I want people around me to see that your word is alive. Your word has made a change of me. Your word has made a difference inside of me. I want people around me in the ministry. I want people to testify that as something good, something great, something marvelous is now happening uh, because of the faith in your word, the discipline of your word, that every artist is gone out of my life. Lord, I am asking that let your word as fire, let your word as fire begin to burn out every part of me that, that rejects the word. Let your word as hammer begin to break out every part in me that rejects your word. Let your your word as sword begin to severe. Let your word as, as sword begin to severe. Begin to remove. Begin to take off. Begin to take away. 
word every part that God has placed with your word inside of my life, every part of me that rejects your word, let your sword, let your word as sword begin to cut it out. Let your word as sword circumcise me afresh. Let your word as sword circumcise me. Let your word as hammer break out every part in me that rejects your word. Let your word as fire burn out every part in me that rejects your word. Lord, I want to be fully alive in your word. I want my faith to rest upon your word. I want my faith to rest upon your word. I want the people around me to see faith instead of me by your word. I want them to see faith in me by your word. I want me to see faith by your word. Lord, I want everyone around me to see faith by your word. Do this, Lord, and take all the glory. Thank you, Father. Blessed be the name. Hallelujah, we sing to your throne. Thank you, Father. Blessed be the name. In Jesus' precious name, we have prayed. Amen. Father, we just want to say thank you. Okay. Your word says, it's not my word as a hammer, and it's not my word as fire. Lord, the Bible says that your word is sharper than two-edged sword. Therefore, to every one of us, including myself, O oh God, I invite your word as fire that every part in all that have always rejected and refused your word. Let the fire of your word begin to burn it completely out of us. That, Lord, there will be a total regeneration. Amen. God, every part in us, oh God, that have refused to walk by your word, let your word, oh God, that is sharper than any two-edged sword, my God, Come this hour and begin to severe it out of our lives. Lord, let there be a circumcision of our heart. Let there be a circumcision of our spirit, soul, and body. Lord, by your word, even a sword, that Lord, every part that remains inside of us will begin to act faith in your word in the name of jesus christ lord your word as hammer i invite it into us oh god that lord let it break out let it break out every stubborn part every part that have rejected god and rejected your word inside of us let your word as hammer begin to break it out of us that lord there will be a total transformation that lord a heart of flesh be given unto us lord to act faith in your word that everyone around us will begin to see us acting faith in your word that concerning us there will be answers to our prayers in such a way that exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think will be seen of our lives according by the power that is at work inside us first which is your faith in the name of jesus christ father i commit us all into your hands and i say have your way inside of us and do with us only what you alone can be can be able to do that every part in us will testify of your wonders every part of us will testify of your great miracle thank you father blessed be your name for in jesus precious name we have prayed amen amen, amen. hallelujah